Welcome to the Female Millennial Entrepreneur Podcast, the show by and for female millennial entrepreneurs who are running and growing thriving, successful businesses while living life to the fullest. I'm your host, Alessandra Fina. Today's episode is sponsored by the One for Womankind podcast. Yes, it's another podcast. I think that you guys would all like it. So I wanted to let you know to go check that out. Despite all the progress that's been made, women are still underrepresented in business, the boardroom, and society as a whole. It's tough to know what we can do to support each other and enact change. One for Womankind is a series of intimate conversations on the power of small gestures and using compassion and kindness to show up and support women in manageable, actionable ways every day. The website is oneforwomenkind.com. That's womenkind, W-O-M-E-N, kind.com. And you can also find it on iTunes and wherever you listen to podcasts. So definitely go check that out. Listen to a couple episodes right after this or whenever you have a chance and let me know what you think. Now on to today's show. Hey, you guys. I'm back today with a solo episode. It's only me today. No interview, but check back next week. I have a really good one coming. Um, I just wanted to come on today to talk about kind of the idea of being lonely in entrepreneurship. Um, being a business owner can just be like you're sitting by yourself a lot of the time, doing everything on your own, trying to figure out what you're supposed to be doing and how, but essentially like being on your own with it. You know, it's only you who this is up to, and you're the only one who's really affected by what you do. I mean, when it comes to your actual business, um, obviously if you work with like clients and things like that, it's a little different. You can like be seeing people face to face every single day, but even that kind of business, I always hear people saying they still feel kind of lonely in the actual business owner side of things. Um, it's like you're literally doing everything by yourself. I mean, not always, but I think a lot of us feel that way. Even if we do have a team, even if we do, you know, have other, you know, people that you have to deal with within business. Um, but definitely I think, especially when you're first starting out or depending on how big or how wide your business has grown, you can be doing a lot of the day to day by yourself, even, even years later. Um, like when it all comes down to it, I would say a lot of us spend a lot of time sitting at home alone at our kitchen counters, or, you know, maybe we have a desk area set up or an office. Um, but we're doing it alone. We're sitting there by ourselves, you know, maybe you've got your music playing, you know, whatever it is. But after a couple of days of that, like it can be a lot. <laughs> you don't have anyone to go kind of like out for coffee with or chat with at the water cooler or any of that stuff, you know, and I've heard it can be 
an even harder transition when people go from a regular office job to starting their own business because you're used to having that um, kind of like office friendships and chance to like talk things through, not have everything totally relying on you. Um, some of us who kind of have always done our own thing, um, you know, kind of can't even imagine what that's like, but it's still, you know, I spent years sitting by myself at a kitchen table do running like, you know, just doing everything for my business. So I totally get that it can be just like lonely in a lot of ways. Um, even if you feel busy, even if you're always doing stuff, even if you are interacting with tons of people on a daily basis. Um, I mean, as you may know, I do PR and marketing. So like I'm always in constant contact with people. I'm always emailing people. I'm always, you know, talking to people, you know, talking in air quotes to people about things going on. You know, I know what's going on in the city. I have all these cool, cool things happening with my clients, but it's all going on via email, you know, um, and on the other end of the computer. <laughs> um, this has been a lot less for me, actually, kind of in the more recent years. I definitely do now end up with a lot more in-person meetings and kind of, I don't know, events and things that I have to get out to. And I end up actually kind of hoping for days, you know, quiet office days. Um every week now because I do have a lot kind of more going on, but that's just because of the types of clients that I've been working with now. Um, and a lot of the other things that I'll be talking about that I've done on purpose to create. Um, but there were definitely a lot of years where I whole weeks would go by without like really having to leave (laughs) the house for work. Um, so yeah. And if you heard the first episode of this podcast, then you heard the premise of why I started the whole podcast, which, um, you know, it's based on this group now that I started locally where we do get together other business owners. Um, once, once a month we get together for a coffee and once a month we also try to get together for like an evening kind of event. Um, but a lot of people don't have that yet. And that did not exist for the first probably three or four years that I had my business. So I know it's not um, something everybody has, and it's not necessarily the easiest thing to find or make. But on the other hand, I think it's really important to find things like that. And it can be really beneficial to your business. Um, So yeah, I think, I think a lot of what we can do to combat kind of the loneliness of entrepreneurship is to find people to be around. And it doesn't have to be in person. I know there's a lot that you can find online. There's a lot of Facebook groups and things geared towards business owners or entrepreneurship where you can talk to people kind of online and get a lot of that, you know, ask questions, um, get a lot of feedback, get a lot of support. Um, and that's definitely a route to go in if you don't have anything else. And I encourage you to look into those things. Um, but I also think it's, I mean, that's obviously not quite the same as in-person connection, um, which I think is really important and can be really useful. Um, but I think people often think that it feels really hard to get started with something like that, like to find other people in real life, um, it can feel like impossible to even like create those connections or find those people, make those relationships, even if you want to. And 
I mean, some of it might be time, you know, obviously you're busy with your business. That's your first priority, right? Um, it's not always like, okay, like I need to go find like friends to hang out with. Like that's not going to make it top of your list maybe, but I think, I kind of think it should. I think if it's something you're thinking about and it's something that, you know, you've been feeling like you're kind of like all alone in this journey, then I actually think finding somebody, even if it's not like a whole group of people, you know, even if it's one person or two or three people, they that has to exist. They have to be, there has to be somebody else, um, you know, at least within like driving distance to where you are, who's doing something somewhat similar. And I don't mean similar, like they have to have a similar business to you. I don't think that's necessary at all. You can have completely different businesses, but just somebody else who's running their own business, somebody else who, you know, makes their living on their own business. Um, there are people out there, there are ways to find them. And I think finding them can be really, really beneficial because I mean, the connections that you can make in person can be invaluable and super important to your business. And you know, if you think about when you meet somebody, you know, and when you have that kind of relationship and then they can like refer you to people that they know or find, you know, you talk about different tools that you're using, different systems that you have in place and they'll know of things that you don't know yet. And they'll have connections to people and tools or resources that you aren't aware of yet. And those things might be able to make your business much stronger. And things that maybe would have taken you years to figure out or come across on your own can be things that you can actually be implementing next week. If somebody tells you about them tomorrow, you know? So I think we actually can think about that in more of a, um, you know, it's, it is important to your business. Like it's, it can be a worthwhile business endeavor to find these connections for those concrete reasons, like that I just mentioned, but also, also, because I think that even just talking to people, even if it's not like a concrete strategy or tool or actual business referral, just talking to somebody else about what they're doing, what they're going through, how they've been running their business, what they're going through. Did I already say that? I don't know. Um, like that type of stuff can just get you kind of fired up. I think, I mean, you can get excited. I think it, I, I think it gets you more excited for what you're doing and what you can do and what the possibilities are. Again, even if the business is totally different than yours, I think you can get there, you know, just the underlying, like the underlying pieces of running a business kind of are applicable throughout, you know, talking about business goals, revenue goals, how you want to grow in the next year, the next five years, how you are going to like measure your goals, um, all different things like that, that would be applicable to anybody running a business, um, how to grow a team, or if you want to put together a team or, you know, changing or building upon the types of clients that you take on or, um, things like that. Like those are all things that kind of are relevant to any business owner and, get you kind of excited for it. it gets you excited for the future, um, gets you kind of, you know, acts, it's, a, it's accountability for the things that you're talking about and the things that you decide that you want to put into place that you want to try in your business. So I think all of, for all of those reasons, it kind of helps push you harder and farther and faster. And 
for that reason, like all that to say, I think this can count as an actual business goal. Like this is like something that can make it onto your to-do list. This is a business endeavor. I truly, truly feel like having these connections, having these relationships, being around other people in business, especially in person. Although again, I don't want to discount um, connections that you can make like online or things like that, because I, I know sometimes that may be the only thing you can do. And I think that can kind of get you there too. Um, but yeah, I think they help bring your business forward. I think they can help you be more successful faster. So that's why I think it's so important. And that's why I want people to be able to find these like relationships, to be able to find these groups, build these up if you need to, and not feel that it's impossible. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, just if they're, if you don't know of something like this in your area, first, I would say do a lot of research, you know, find first, try to find a group, <laughs> try to find, see if there are people doing things in your area, getting together, doing events. It might seem like there's not, but maybe you do a little digging and there is, um, search online, search in, you know, Facebook groups, um, ask people that, you know, um, try to find one. And then if you find one, go <laughs> check it out, you know, show up to the events. Don't feel like embarrassed because you don't know them or think, Oh, they've been doing this for a while already. Everyone else probably, you know, it's already like a, there's a core group of people and I don't want to just show up and be the one who is showing up without knowing anybody. Um, don't be like that because obviously they started this group for a reason and they're doing these events for a reason and no entrepreneur who's trying to put together something like this is going to think it's weird when you show up after they've organized something like that. So don't be afraid to go. Um, and if you really can't find one, create it. There might not be a group like that in your area. It's quite possible. I thought it was impossible when I was looking initially because I live in a major city. And I was like, how can there not be a group of other people like me doing what I'm doing who also want to get together in person. Um, but I could not find anything like what I was looking for. I could not find something, especially, um, geared towards, you know, younger women. Um, well, yeah, geared towards younger women, <laughs> you know, there's things that a lot of, um, networking and like business focused events seemed very men heavy. Like there are a lot of men go to those things. If it's, um, like co-ed or whatever, which is totally fine. But there are also obviously differences. I think anybody listening to this podcast understands why sometimes you would want to have just like a group of women. Like you're definitely dealing with things differently. Um, you know, it's good to talk to other women sometimes, especially I think, you know, other millennials, because, well, at the time when I was starting, I was pretty young to, have, to be running a business. Um, and I did feel like there were certain things that felt more applicable to other younger business owners. Now, sad to say, I'm not on the younger side anymore, <laughs> but, um, there's still the things now that, you know, people in my like age cohort are all going through, you know, now it's, you know, less, it's less of, okay, I'm showing up to a potential client meeting and they're going to look at me like I'm their daughter and not take it seriously because I, you know, I only have, can, can only have so many years of experience, you know, and they always, um, would downplay or assume that that's not much. 
Um, but now it's more like, okay, we're in 30 or in our thirties or around there, you know, it's, how are we kind of getting married while running our businesses? How are we, um, having children while running our businesses? Still things that kind of just, you know, life, life affects what you're doing in business. Life has to do with everything has to do with everything else that's going on in your life. So those things are still kind of applicable and it still feels cool to have other people around the same like age group who are dealing with the same types of things. Um, so anyway, there was nothing like that in my area, which I was surprised by back then. Now I do see a lot of other events kind of focused at least on female entrepreneurs, women, business owners. Um, and it's amazing. I think that's great. And there's a lot of overlap now too, of people who like go to the, go to all different kinds of events like that. And I love it. Um, but that being said, and you know, if, if those had existed when I was looking, <laughs> I would not have started this group. Like I didn't want to, I didn't feel the need to be starting a group, but there was nothing like that happening back then. Um, you know, a couple of years ago. So take a look in your area. There might be now, there might be other, at least people who are like putting on events, things like that. There might not be though, because again, this was only like a couple years ago in Boston that I could find nothing like this. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if there's not, but then create it, start the group, just host one event, you know, whatever it is, it doesn't have to be a lot and it doesn't have to be hard. I know. I mean, maybe my background makes it feel easier for me. I know, obviously, um, I know how to like put on an event, although not to say that these have to be anything like a, you know, a real event. I mean, the, for the first year, well, for the first many years, but for even the first year of like when people actually consistently were coming to the female millennial entrepreneurs group meetups that I started, we just got together at a coffee shop. I would just say, okay, we're meeting at this coffee shop at this time. Come show up. You know, it didn't require anything on my end really, except for like making the decision to have this be a quote unquote event and then telling people about it. Um, and again, I mean, you might think also like, I obviously have a PR background, like I'm used to kind of reaching out to people. I'm used to talking to people. That type of stuff is not like, I know that can be uncomfortable for some people. I know some people don't want to put themselves out there that way. Um, don't feel comfortable reaching out to people or talking to people they don't know. And I do get that. I actually, I really do get that. I used to be shy to reach out to people that I didn't know. And, um, I'm definitely not so much a extrovert as you would think for somebody in a position like mine, like with my job, but it's so, so worth it. And I think that keeping that in mind can, should encourage you to just try doing it. Um, because the thing is to keep in mind, everybody else wants this too. Like every business owner that I know of that I have now found since doing this, that I talk to, like I see people online all the time in the Facebook groups. Like everybody is saying like, Oh, is there anyone who wants to get together? Is there anyone in this area who wants to meet for coffee? Like everybody wants this. So just be the person to start it. If you don't see one already and everyone will be glad that you did. So 
nobody's going to be like, Oh, that's so strange. Like, why is she reaching out to me asking me to come or, you know, and if nobody comes, then nobody comes. You have nothing to lose. You didn't, um, you know, don't take it personally if nobody does come (laughs) because a lot of people are scared to show up. A lot of people are weirded out about going into something for the first time. If they don't know anything about it, even if they are a strong, fierce, independent entrepreneur. Um, I started doing those coffee meetups like for a really long time before people ended up coming (laughs) and I just kept doing them. I kept like saying, okay, we're going to do this one. And like maybe one person would come, but then eventually for some reason, like it caught on and like a bunch of people came to one and then they like loved it so much that they all came to the next one and people just kept coming and, and it was worth all the time that nobody was really showing up. I mean, that was frustrating, but like, it's all worth it now. So I'm, I'm glad I tried again. I definitely took like months or maybe even like a year off at one point where I was like, I'm not even going to go to this random coffee shop. Cause I wasn't even choosing ones that were the most convenient for me. You know, I was going trying to pick places that would be the most convenient for the widest amount of people. So at one point I was like, I don't really want to do this. I don't want to bother. And I didn't host anything for a long time, but then I did again and people showed up. So now I think it's even easier in some ways because what you can do to actually create a group. I mean, there's so many online options now you can, I started it on meetup.com because that kind of like puts it in front of people who might find it interesting. Um, I started a Facebook group, I think at the same time but Facebook doesn't really put a group in front of people at first, you know, until it starts having more and more people in it. And it seems more, um, I don't know, desirable or something, then it will start showing it to other people. I've just recently started getting people asking to join the group saying they saw it on Facebook. Like it shows up as like groups they might like, but that didn't happen at the beginning. So nobody would see a Facebook group, um, unless they were searching it on purpose. So meetup kind of got it in front of more people. And then I tried to direct them into Facebook because it was an easier way to actually keep up with people. You can't really have conversations on meetup.com that much. And I found that people didn't always come like meetup doesn't really send you good reminders and stuff. The way if you make a Facebook event, it ended up being more, um, just working better. But I think starting on meetup was really important because again, it got it in front of more people. People were looking for that kind of thing and it will like kind of email people when you first set it up, um, like that they might be interested in this group. So people would start joining the group that way. Now we also post everything on Eventbrite because Eventbrite has great search functions now and people actually are looking up events to go to on Eventbrite. I know a lot of people use Eventbrite just to create tickets, just to create like an RSVP link for an event they're hosting. But a lot of people use it the opposite way. They'll be like, let me see what events are going on this month in the city and search events. And so now we do get people who come to stuff because they just saw it on Eventbrite and then they'll kind of join the group that way. So I honestly think I mean, I think there's no reason not to do all three, even from the very beginning. Um, I don't really use the meetup as much anymore because 
I did find that less people end up actually showing up from meetup.com. They don't take the RSVP very seriously compared to definitely compared to Eventbrite and even compared to Facebook. Um, so, but I definitely think, yeah, start a Facebook group, start put, posting events on Eventbrite. I think that's the way to do it. Create events and show up. And, you know, I think people will come, somebody will come, even if it's one person that may end up being your <laughs> business bestie and you have somebody to talk to. If you don't jive with that one person so much, then do it again the next month. And, you know, somebody else will come. So I think one of the most important things too, is just put in the effort to make th- make things as easy for everyone as possible. So when they come, you know, nobody wants to be like looking around the coffee shop, not sure who, who they're trying to be finding because, um, you know, there are going to be a lot of different groups of people at a coffee shop. So I did little things like try to make it as easy as possible. I printed out little like half page cards that said female millennial entrepreneurs. I think that was all it said and, and put them on the table so that anybody who was walking in would see immediately that that was us and be able to come right over it and say hi. And there was just like no second of apprehension of like, should I go say hi to those people? Or is that the wrong group? Anything like that. Um, for the first couple ones, well, and when I say couple, um, I mean, the first, a lot of ones, because for the first lot, nobody came, (laughs) but until we started getting a pretty good group of people, I even printed out like little, um, I totally even forgot about this until I just started talking about it, but I printed out little like, um, prompts, little prompts of like, kind of like what would be a goal for this month. I think, um, I can't remember what they even were. It might've just been kind of like goals and like getting so that we could then go around, kind of introduce ourselves, each talk about like a goal that we're working on for our business. Um, and then we kind of haven't done that in a while because it's just kind of taken on a life of its own. We always kind of go around and just talk about something we're working on or something we have question on or could use help like other outside insight on, um, for our business. It's kind of like usually what we end up talking about when we're there. Um, but having those things made it feel slightly more structured at first so that at least like if anybody was a little shy or wouldn't have normally spoken up, it kind of encouraged us all to share kind of the similar, similar types of stuff. So everyone got to talk, everybody got to know things about each other's business and everyone got to kind of get a little feedback from other people. Um, so things like that, I think make it, make people feel welcome and want to come back. Like, I think the only bad thing would be if somebody shows up and doesn't feel seen or heard in some way so that then they don't come back the next time. Um, and again, I mean, that's like worst case scenario. Like you probably still got to meet a lot of great people, got to, you know, meet a couple that you're going to stay in touch with. Um, but yeah, that being said, I think putting in the effort, especially if you're kind of being the one to host this, but I mean, I think everybody should do this, whether or not you're the host or you're just going to something like this, but definitely like if you're kind of trying to get something started, put in the effort to get to know somebody, I mean, to get to know everybody because, uh, because just for the same thing I said, you don't want there to be somebody who kind of like came in, stood on the sidelines, didn't really know how to insert themselves into a conversation, you know, just because we're business owners or entrepreneurial minded, you know, doesn't mean that we can't be shy. There are a lot of people who still feel a little bit apprehensive about going up and starting to talk to people, 
even if they are an entrepreneur or, you know, especially if maybe they're just getting started and don't even know that much of like, you know, what to say about their business or, um, I don't know. I mean, I guess I feel like maybe it's more, I don't even want to say that, you know, I think anybody at any stage (laughs) can feel that way. Or, you know, maybe they're just really tired and had a super long day, but they really wanted to come to this because they do know that it's beneficial to get to know people and have this kind of community, but they're, you know, just not really into putting it all out there that night, you know, so go up and say hi to every single person who comes in, ask them about their business have them feel like they get to know, know you at least if nobody else. And then if you have already kind of met somebody else or gotten to know the other people in the room, you know, make those connections, just introduce people to each other, even if you don't know them, like, because that is just kind of like allowing people to start the conversation if they otherwise weren't sure if they were going to. So, I mean, again, I think I made a big effort to do that, especially, um, when we started doing evening events outside of the coffee events, because the coffee ones, you know, you're kind of all sitting around a table, a little more structure to it in a coffee shop. Like you're going to have to talk. But when we started doing evening events, um, which we purposely did because a lot of business owners can't do daytime events because meetups, because, you know, if they have like a, a client based business or, you know, own a brick or brick and mortar that they have had to be at all day long during business hours, um, an evening event can be easier. Or, um, we also thought, you know, there's just different, we we could have like kind of a, a more of a set topic for an evening one, have somebody come in and speak about something specific. Um, and that tends to draw in sometimes a different crowd. Um, so at the first couple ones of those, I made it a point to always talk to everybody as soon as they came in kind of, and I don't think they knew, I don't think they even knew I was like the one who had started the group. Cause I didn't like go up and introduce myself that way. <laughs> I would just go up and say hi and ask them about their business, tell them about mine, just because obviously that's kind of like the common denominator there. Everybody's there going as like a business owner. So that's an obvious thing to be able to ask about, tell them about. Um, yeah, they didn't, I didn't say, Oh, I'm hosting this event, especially because the first couple of events we did were at somebody else's office and somebody else was the speaker. So I really was in no way doing anything at the event except for having had organized it. Um, but, but that doesn't matter. You know, everybody just wants to feel like they're said hi, you know, somebody's saying hi, that they have somebody to talk to, that they got to know somebody at the event. Um, but I think, and then telling them about like, you know, we do this regularly. Let's do it. We're probably going to do another one next month. You really should try to come, you know, make them feel invited to the next one or to the group in general. So that they'll come back because again, I mean, I don't know if this even sounds silly to say, because obviously the whole premise of this episode is that people want this. People want this connection. People want to have this community. Um, but at the same time, I think people can feel kind of apprehensive about, about making it happen, even if they've taken the step to come. So I think just that helps strengthen the community really quickly. Um, help make people want to come back, help make people feel like a part of it. And that's really what it's all about. So those are kind of like, I guess, just little tips on how to make it kind of successful as quickly as possible, because really that's what you want. It's like a group of people who are going to keep coming back and feel comfortable talking about, you know, the inner workings of their business or, you know, 
concerns they have or questions or um, any of those things. So you kind of have to feel a certain amount of comfort with each other. You know, that's the whole idea. So, so yeah, I mean, I think basically all that to say, um, yes, entrepreneurship can feel lonely. Yes, you can be by yourself a lot, but you don't have to. Um, and people are always think, saying and thinking like, how do I find business friends? How can I find a group of people to, who think like me and, you know, are doing the same things I'm doing. And really the answer is like, just make, just, just create that group of people, just put it out there and let people know that you're doing this and invite them to come be a part of it. And people will come and, you know, that's really all there is to it. There's not like some big secret or some big complicated thing that you have to do to try to find business friends, um, start a group, get together and, and talk to each other. And I think that if you have felt at all an inkling of wanting this, then I just want to encourage you to try it. You know, that's all that this is. I just want, if one person is listening, who's been like, I wish I had somebody in my area that I could get together with for a cup of coffee and talk business, put it out there. Just try to do this. Try to start a a little meetup group and, and see who comes and let me know how it goes. I want to hear if anybody actually does this and finds people in your area to, to become business friends with, let me know because I think it can be really good for your business. I think it can be really good for your life. I think it can be really good for your sanity. And, um, I'm just so happy that we now do have this in my area. And I mean, again, it's kind of like the whole premise for this podcast. It's where I got the idea to do this. It's where I decided let's have these amazing women that I have now met onto a show so that other people can hear about them and get to know what they're doing and feel that sense of kind of friendship and camaraderie that we've created. Um, and then obviously now the podcast has expanded beyond that. And I, and I talk to people that I've never met before, but it's kind of all with that same premise of they're all people who could very well come to one of my coffee meetups in Boston and sit with us and talk about business. Like that's really what, what everybody who comes on this show could be and kind of is in a, in a larger way. So I want to share that with you. I want to just kind of give you the confidence to try something like that. If you've thought about it, or even if you hadn't thought about it because now you have, and, um, yeah, I want, I want you to have that. So give it a try, put yourself out there, create what you don't have and help bring your business forward in the process definitely hop onto Instagram at female millennial entrepreneurs to comment and let us know if you have started something like this in your area, or if you want to and see if you can find, and other people can see if, if anybody's in their area, that would be cool. So yeah, you can even go on there and say like where you are and see if anybody else wants to get together. So you know what I'll do? I'm going to even put in the caption of the um, Instagram for this episode, encouraging people to say where they are and if they want to get together with someone else in their area. And if you see somebody else who 
is near you. You guys can get together or otherwise just let us know if you have done something like this in your area or if you want to. And let's see, let's see where people are doing this and how it's working out. So that's it for today. See you next time.